Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, buzzers, what's going on? Welcome to the Arrow After Show. You are watching Season 5, Episode 16. Checkmate. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Okay, just sing. Okay, I guess it's getting turned down because somebody wants me to talk. Hi, green sleeves. Thank you for joining us. That was supposed to be the song, but unfortunately, the sleeves of the green did not start singing. So we're just going to start our show. I'm Allie Kona Bradford. You can follow me at Boys and Beauty 01, and you can also co-host the show with us right here. This is your space. Hashtag Arrow. No, just kidding. Hashtag ABTV Arrow. I'm going to be quiet so these guys can say hello. Uh, Hi. I will say hello first, I guess. I am Lex Michael, all over social media, at the Lex Michael. And I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me at Tari J, T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. And I'm Lucretia Lyon, guys, and you can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N, anywhere on the internet, since there is only one. And I just want to say that if you guys hate the song, Tari picked it. Yeah. But you love it. I've heard this before, but does this ever pick up, or is this tempo just going to stay very, it's, like... It's ah. very serene. It's serene. It's green sleeve. If you I were mean, laying on your back in a field, like, in the morning... With the sun coming through the trees, you would love this. This is in celebration for St. Patrick's Day. There we go. Mm-hmm. Super yeah. timely. Early St. Patrick's or late. Did it happen already? When does it that happen? Happens happen? on Friday. Friday. Oh, yeah. So okay. if you're watching live yeah. early, if you're watching on Saturday, where you been at, brah? Yeah. You late, son? Well, in honor of St. Patrick's Day, let's talk about Talia because yeah. she's so. Irish. Yeah. Anyway, so what? just kidding. She's Asian. It's okay. <laughs> Persuasion. Let's go. She. I hear she's Celtic. I don't uh. understand her because look, your dad is estranged. He went his way. You went your way. And I get that you're blood. But he's a bad dude. So why are you really that offended that Oliver put an arrow through his heart? So. Mm-hmm. I guess the first thing that I want to say about tonight's episode, as far as Talia's role in this whole thing goes, is they're they're just doing Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, I love yeah. how she's like the secret villain. Yeah, like I'm not mad. Don't get me wrong. Like it's not even a complaint, but it's it's literally okay. So Oliver spends all season fighting the big like the dragon type villain who right. turns out to essentially be almost an opposite number of sorts who he's distracted with. Meanwhile, it's Talia Al Ghul the entire time pulling the strings behind the scenes, specifically because he killed her dad. Who she didn't care for. Who she, right, but it's like, it's the principle of it. You still, still my dad. I still gotta kill you. But, like, the fact that, yeah, this is, like, basically exactly what they did in that movie, I'm still not mad about it, because I oh, think yeah. they're doing it really well here. Yeah, I mean, she's in Neo Montoya. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, 
and now that you say that, like, I feel like we even sympathize with Chase even more than we did with like Bane in that movie. Like, Bane, I, and don't, I love Tom Hardy's Bane, but it was largely a cartoon character. Well, yes, I oh, mean, yeah. and they do Tom share a voice. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, because they both like Prometheus does the. Oh, I was wondering what would break first. Yeah, Queen. Leave him alone. So really quick, hold on, because I want to pay attention to what's going on in the chat. There's some funny stuff. Hold on, somebody. Jamie said something about hashtag Batman control your baby mom. Or yeah, because Talia uh, is um, Damian Wayne's mother in oh, the comics. So got that's it. Why, yeah. Go get your boo. Basically, yeah. go get your boo. Yes. All right. Kept wondering when Batman was going to show up and be like something. I'm sorry. You guys are talking so fast. We can't keep up. But that's um, awesome because that just means there's tons of you guys in the chat room and we love that. So... Let's keep talking, shall we? Yes. So, Annie Hooser, she's been training dude who, by the way, wants to, quote, unquote, utterly destroy you. He just doesn't want to, not just kill you, we want to destroy you. But I just think it's interesting that she's so team Prometheus. Uh Yes. I'm totally team Prometheus. Are you? Just because he's so hot. Did did all the killers? C.A. McHottie. I see dude's crazy charismatic. He really is. Yeah. Guys, and uh, Lucretia and I were talking about it. (laughs) But, like, his eyelashes are so long what and dreamy. Was, yeah, they go for miles, guys. What was, uh, Josh Segura is this actor. What was he doing before? Lucretia, you mentioned to me earlier yeah. off mic that you know him chiefly from comedy stuff? Yeah, he was in this great USA, very underrated Dennis Leary uh, produced comedy, Sirens. And, yeah, he was this goofy, like, dumb cop. And then in Trainwreck, um, he is one of Amy Schumer's uh, boyfriends in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. And all I know him is huh. from comedy. I was like, he's so funny. So to see him in this role, I'm like, cool. Bravo, man. Well, not even seeing him in any yeah. of those roles, but just watching him tonight. We've seen him all season long, but this was really, truly, to me, his episode and really got to see the dynamic of his character. And he just did such a great job. He's one of those guys that you love to hate, but when you hate him so much, that just means the actor did a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. At least the way I see it. <laughs> Anywho. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Like he was probably the most uh most sinister and really like calculating villain we've had. Like I know that we had uh Slade in the in the second mm-hmm. season and he was more of like a rage monster whereas I you feel all the menace uh, exuding from Prometheus slash Adrian Chase slash Simon. It's incredibly meticulous, and he's figured out all of the angles. Every comic booky villain, every like James Bond villain archetype, always says they're ten steps ahead of the hero. But most of the time, that's not actually true. They just say because it, it sounds cool. But no, like he's figured it all out. The fact that it's out in the open, and he can just keep going to work. Well, he did his homework yeah. clearly because he's listing all the people in Oliver's life that have been killed. So he's he been knows, studying, right? And not just Laurel, who everybody knows. About, but he knows about Shadow. He knows Mom? about yeah, like he knows about Tommy. Yeah, I love yeah. The Tommy. Yeah. He went back to season one. Mm. It's like he's been just sitting there with the DVDs of Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> They're on Netflix, so you know he can save a few bucks. He's like, I watched the featurette on season two, and it taught me all about you, Oliver. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing is he's so good at being bad. He is always ten steps ahead of him, and even when they thought they had him with his wife, he's like, oh no. I'm, I'm just going to knife you. With that whole sequence was fantastic because that, if it was anybody else, would have been a great play. But they underestimated how truly bonkers this dude is. Yeah. 
Though I part of me expected her to have been in on it the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like once they embraced, she was like, "Just kidding, I'm part of the Talia's League of Assassins." And then had uh, what's her uh, Susan also part of Talia's League of Assassins. It would have been like the greatest like side play ever. Yeah, so I was the only one that was like, oh no, he's just going to straight up kill Me his too. wife. Me too! No, I thought the same thing. Somebody else said it in the chat. Yeah. I'm sorry I didn't catch who it was because it just flashed by really quickly. Let's but see if I can find Yeah, as soon as she walked in the room, I went, oh hell, she gonna die. And she did. Yeah. But yeah. it was just sad because she was so emotional and just, you killed all these people. And he's like, it's simple. She's like, no. <laughs> It's really not simple. You turn yourself in. You can turn me. No, you turn yourself in. Mm. Mm, no boo. Yeah, Jonathan Dimming, our bro here in the chat, says, I aspire to be a hard worker like Chase. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it takes yeah, me like, off about him, and I get, it just obviously enhances his character and, of course, again, makes us hate him, which is great on the writer's <laughs> behalf and his own as an actor. But the fact that everything he did was... I'm so glad this is out in the open. And he was just an ass. In, You're gloating about yes, it. Yes, yeah. you know, to Lance and how he called Renee so cool. dog. Yeah. And shoulder checks him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, just out. And, and the fact that even when Oliver first confronted him and they were in the work environment, whatever that boardroom was and having a that meeting. That conference room. Yes, and how Oliver was like, I don't know what he said, but Chase was obviously knowing that he knew. He said, oh, Oliver... You look ragged. And then he said something else. Have you been getting and, enough... Have you been resting or have you been asleep this whole time? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That was so fantastic. And I had this moment, too, of like... Wow. You are, though, trying to maintain your cover identity and you're, you want everybody else in the room to think you're the mayor's boy. That's a super pointed thing to say to the mayor <laughs> in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. But it's fine. It worked. I like the moment. I was actually surprised because I also thought that Pike was in it, too. As soon as Oliver went to Pike and said, I have some intel. Chase is really not Chase. He's Simon. Blah, blah, blah. Look up on this. And as soon as Pike was like... When he finally agreed, I thought, ooh, see, you're messing with the wrong people. They're in it together. And then he died. So, yeah. But the other person that I thought was in it on, too... Excuse me. Is... Helix. Helix? Helix. Helix. I was going to say Helix for some reason. Anywho, so when Felicity's exchanging this information with this chick, I don't know. I don't like her. She's way too... Something about her is just off, like cuckoo off. Sure. And so her trading this information and messing with Homeland Security and blah, 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 somewhere in there, I think they're going to... Felicity's going to get caught up and she's going to not realize that she's actually working for Team Prometheus and uncovering some sort of information while she's getting other information to try to save the day. Yeah, whether or not Helix has any direct connection to Prometheus and what's happening over there, I think it's pretty clear this is a terrible idea. Oh, of course. Mm -hmm. Like, she's essentially making herself a slave to them. And they, 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 what is the, the term? They gave her a little sample so that she'd be addicted to the, the, the drug. Yeah. And so, like, they showed her all the resources, they gave her the tour, and now, like, she can't, she almost can't do anything without them. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she's real tied you in there. You never want to owe the mob a favor. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they didn't even tell her it was going to be a favor. It's, well, we gave you the Pandora box, and we're not here for you to check off your list of to-dos. And I was all, B? What? <laughs> was that you smashing the B? <laughs> yeah, no, you know what I mean. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean. I do. Oh. Anyway. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, she's Root 2 says she's going down the rabbit hole. That is yeah. sort of like the best way of putting it. Yeah. 
you're going to get lost but over there. here's the thing that I caught too and I'm sure everybody else did as well because it was one of those blatant references but the fact that Oliver sat down with Felicity and said you know I'm really worried about you you're into something we all know that lies are not the way to go okay A hypocrite B she turns around and flips the rolls and she said trust me on this one wasn't that your words mm-hmm. a couple seasons ago? People were just supposed to trust you on it. How does it feel, huh? Yeah. I like that you're you're specifically calling out uh, Oliver, but it's like his that was his arc, yeah. and right. now he's like, no, Felicity, you're the hypocrite, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. That's it. That was my commentary. But that's largely been <laughs> Oliver's relationship with all of his friends for five years yeah. now. Has largely been, I'm doing this thing. Don't do this thing that I right. do. Yeah. Now I'm doing this thing again. But I, I said I wasn't gonna. I know how bad this is, so let me off the hook this one more time. Don't do that thing I just did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ollie. He, he just can't keep putting his foot in his mouth. But I do, I like that... I like... We we talk all the time about how all of these characters seem constitutionally incapable of making good decisions. Uh huh. I'm not. I'm I'm on this train. I'm just like, all right, she's gonna ruin her entire life. Let's hear this goes. <laughs> yeah, I do like that they're sort of taking Felicity into this dark direction because it really gives her something more to do outside of the Felicity relationship. And it makes sense. Like it makes sense for her to take this dark turn after everything that's been going on. And yeah. yeah. I am glad to see that she has, like you were saying, more to do than just sitting behind the computer at headquarters and being dispatched, essentially. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, we have Mr. Terrific now who can sit, do a lot of the same stuff as her. He spears that float around. <laughs> you know, uh, but I, what I do want to say, though, in regards to that is, um, what did I want to say? I don't know. Darn it, Felicity. <laughs> <laughs> Desk behind the desk, uh, something uh, more than being behind the desk, and I lost it. Mm-hmm. I was patiently waiting my turn, and then I was all, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. "I'm going to yeah. say, oh, what you're saying, Lucretia, is very interesting." <laughs> and then the thought went, "It'll come back. It will. It will come back, and I'll probably rudely interrupt you. One of you guys, okay? It's okay. It's like I got the thing. I mean, I like that. I'm going to talk so you can interrupt. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I would like if she like everyone is is feels like she's going down this dark path and that she is being pulled. Uh-huh. Um, but I would love it if it if they were able to flip it and have her be like the driving force and what takes Helix to the next level, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead. I remember. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so what I was gonna say is you had made reference to the fact that everything that Felicity's been through, this is her way of handling it. She has now motivation to go do something on the darker side because she's dealt with this grief, dealing with the loss of Billy. But I feel like the show didn't really develop their relationship enough to where it seemed like that tragic of a loss. Maybe they had been dating for a little while because we picked up this season with them already in a relationship. And I know when I started watching it, I thought... Is this a weird version because of Flashpoint? Or is this legit? And as we started watching the season, I went, okay, sometime during the break, they started a relationship. But because we didn't have the depths of the relationship, it seems weird that that death would affect her so much. It's a horrible death, don't get me wrong. And to know somebody that that happened to, of course it's going to affect you, but it's different from if it became someone who was a deep relationship or a true love, then I could see her spinning down. Like, if this was Oliver, and we know the history they have, and something happened to him, 
it would make sense. Right. Well, and I don't think it's just about Billy. I mean, we have what happened, uh, you know, to Rory and that weighing on her. And then there's the fact of, you know, she has the the weight of the fact that Mr. Terrific has lost his fiance. She sort of feels the weight of the entire team, and especially with Dig, how he was framed. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's the combination of everything, because Felicity, much like Oliver, this is why they work so well together in some ways, is they feel guilty for everything around them. Mm-hmm. Uh, agreed. Um, and to the ex- all of the examples you gave, I think, are different from Billy in as much as we have spent a lot of time with all of these characters developing them and their specific problems. So, like, for example, when when Paul breaks up with Mr. Terrific, it, it hurts because we've been on that journey with him. Mm-hmm. We didn't spend a ton of time with Billy. Like, he was there, he was a presence, we got to know him enough to go, okay, like, he seems like an okay dude eventually, but... But then I was like, is he a rebound? But so, because I think we didn't spend enough time on that relationship, I totally get it intellectually Mm -hmm. why this loss is weighing very heavily on her, but I don't feel that loss because I never felt as an audience member I had much of a relationship with this character. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, the the emotional connection I have to it is what it means for Oliver more than what it meant for facil- facility. Facility. <laughs> what it meant, what it meant for this whole building. Yes. Um, but what it meant for Felicity. Um, <laughs> Sorry. So, and, and that was its purpose, that, like, the whole setup. But uh, it's like you guys were saying, like, there's no emotional tie in regards to her. Another thing that I was going to say, which I'm trying to remember... Say it! Um, <laughs> um, is, I think that beyond just, like, her carrying the weight of all these things that she's done and all the things that, like, she hasn't done as, like, an hacktivist or whatever, um, I think it's also the the... Uh, the lure of power. Like, this is the first time she being the one of the only characters that hasn't, that doesn't have some kind of ability or doesn't go out in the field and beat people up on a regular basis. This is the closest thing to ultimate power that she has come across. What With I the exception of the spine thing. No. Yeah. I, was about, I was about to say, she does have that cybernetic implant that enables yeah. her to walk. That's pretty <laughs> comic booky, I guess. Yeah, and Stormy Woods brought up a good point in the chat is, well, she was paralyzed, she lost Laurel, her deadbeat dad came back, and she broke up with Oliver all within a year. Billy's kind of the straw that broke the camel's back. It's been back. a rough year for Felicity Smoke. Yeah, yeah, and Jamie Nauman is correcting me. Curtis lost his husband, not his fiance. I was oh. like, they were official. That's right, yeah, he got like, served yeah, them true. divorce papers. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, that was true. Right. Thank you for that correction. Felicity does know how to use a machine gun. What? (laughs) Did I miss a scene? Also, I know after tonight, I am no longer. uh, I no longer have conviction that Pike is vigilante because I feel like vigilante wouldn't have gotten stabbed. (laughs) Yeah, no. And you see, you saw that one coming from a mile away just because the fact that the dude was like that. I was like, I was like. I'm not a police officer, but I've seen a television show before. Yes. I'm not approaching the dude in hiding his face. my arm out like, hey. Right. When I was just yeah. told, here's a lead on the serial killer that's been right. killing people in town. But it's fine. We had to move some pieces. <laughs> okay, somebody brought up a good point. Jonathan Deming says, don't forget the nuke that she dropped on the city. She yeah. totally that nuke That did happen, didn't it? <laughs> that, that, that was Escaped a my memory. Horrible. Yeah. A little horrible. Just a little. <laughs> 
Anywho, uh, we talked about Susan. We talked about the fact that, uh, well, we already knew that Prometheus was cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. It's just now out in the open that he is who he is. I'm wondering what the whole Simon thing has to do with the price of eggs because also his mother changed her identity as well. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I feel like is going to play into the future. Oh, we didn't talk about Susan. Susan was kidnapped. Some strange building. I'm still not attached to Susan. I'm so sorry. This is mean of me, but I was like, eh, whatever. Oh, she's in the elevator. Cool. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I was kind of the same way. It's like, I get why it mattered to Oliver, because he just now opened up to someone else who wasn't a part of the team. But it was just hard for us. As a, you know, same thing with Billy. It was hard for us to get behind it. I did have a moment of, bro, why are you walking under this elevator right now? <laughs> yeah. There is literally no possible way this is not a trap. He wouldn't just leave her there in an elevator. Random thought, actually. I want to talk about the fight choreography because I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Yes. However, does anybody else feel like, and it could be our AfterBuzz TVs, but every time I watch these shows, the fight scenes are so dark that I'm all, who's it's that? Wait, who's that? Yeah, no, wait, it's, uh, it, ooh, is it the black suit? Is it the green suit? It's a forest green suit. What is going on? That's <laughs> some, what of it, like. some of it's the TVs and some of it is the fact that when the lighting, they are very low lit sequences on TVs that aren't necessarily the brightest and their outfits are similar enough that yeah you can you can get confused but I I thought the fighting tonight specifically the fight between them fantastic fantastic and like the choreography on this show has been consistently great Mm -hmm. but when they actually have the emotional core between these characters that are fighting it takes it to this whole other level that doesn't because it's great if the fisticuffs look super pretty. Right. But if you're not invested emotionally, then, like, that's great. But it was like I'm watching a dance. Mm-hmm. This was this felt brutal. Oh, yeah. Like, even just comparing the, uh, the bra- like, the Steven versus the, what are they called? The le- lead, lead League of Assassins. Yes. The League of Assassins Those people people. versus him uh, and uh, Vig- not Vigilant. Do you mean at the, Prometheus, at the top of the episode? Yeah, at the top of the episode. I do... Yeah, Since we're jumping yeah. all the way back, I love when Oliver walks in, sees all the ninjas training. I hope this was a conscious choice on the part of Stephen Amell. Oliver looks bored. Like, he's just like, ninjas, again? <laughs> yeah. More of this? Come on. Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like, uh, comparing those two fights, like, the, the one against Prometheus was so visceral. Yes. Um, like, even just, you see them crashing through walls, you feel the punches. Uh, it was... There was so much behind it that, like, it it was on another level than all the other fights. Is, yep. I felt like one of the things that I thought about when I was watching this, and I understand that actors have stunt doubles as well. I also know that Stephen Amell does a lot of his own stuff <coughs> also. And, you know, we see all these videos, like to show him news and gossip, when you see Stephen Amell training. And I just love his dedication so much to the character and his ability to become the character. And that even means physically putting himself through the strenuous training that he does just so he can do stuff like that. I just appreciate his commitment. Yeah, all. absolutely. Yeah, and Jonathan Deming brings up a great point, and this is why that fight was so good. It was a fight based off emotion rather than strategy. Yes, and then the other thing, too, is bear in mind, these two guys have very similar training. And I like that there were a couple of spots in the fight where they were trying to get blows in on each other, and they were very adept at blocking exactly where the other person's hit was going to come from, 
or stopping the other person from breaking out of a hold in a certain way because they are fairly evenly matched and they have the same skills. I thought that was a very nice touch. And yeah. this is the thing, and as someone who's his biggest fan, I will admit that I think that Prometheus in this fight scene is way better than any other scene that Malcolm and Oliver ever shared for these fights, who was supposed to be sort of the older, more, you know, version of Oliver, very similar training and all that, which is like how Merlin is in the comics. But to me, the way that they've set up Prometheus is actually a way better parallel and I think that this fight just only solidified that, so... What? <laughs> I would like to talk a little bit about our flashback, just because of the fact that... And we can talk about the actual storyline, but there were a few punches in there that I was going... Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> yes? And one of those was the fact that when Oliver first came down with his outfit, and uh, Anatoly was like... Why are you dressed like that? He gave his whole explanation about his yeah. alter ego, and and I totally just looked at him like, really, what? And wait, what? How did he say when he's like, when he asked him about his voice? Why are you doing this with your voice? Yeah, yeah. what is this thing you do with your voice? I love Anatoly, and like that was like that's just again speaking for the audience because we always make fun of the Oliver voice. I mean, if you've ever watched our show, Comic Book Exchange, I do the Green Arrow voice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, yeah. so this is irrelevant, but I just saw a good guy in our live chat, so, and he said, hashtag, oh, somebody uh, is Damien Wayans. Vigilante. Oh, Vigilante, Vigilante is Damien Wayans. 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 Yeah. That, would, that would make amazing. a lot of people real happy. <laughs> well, and speaking of bats, do you want to joke about the Batman reference, or do you want me to do it? Mm. Specifically which one? Oh, yeah. You, know, you, you don't have to dress like that. <laughs> Wait. What? What? <laughs> He's like, you, you don't have to create a, um, what did he specifically say about, what, like a bat or something. You you could just be yourself. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What am I supposed to say about this? Wait, I don't know. I was like, I, I well, know we look at each other. I'm, f- I'm for it. Yes. Uh, I was like, yeah, like, give your commentary. <laughs> yes. This is what we pay you for. I endorse We're on the same page. bat I references. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. Arrow is um, Batman. Oh, he says, why do you look like Robin Hood? Yeah. That was the one. Oh, mm-hmm. did anybody else feel like, again, irrelevant to story, and this is just me, the makeup <laughs> artist inside, looking at Anatoly, I went... Your black eye was bigger this episode than it was last episode. Not like a fraction of a millimeter. Like, it was a little bit bigger. He's been, like, playing with it. It's inconsistently changed in size throughout the last few episodes. I went, that's interesting. Blood disperses the longer you Mm. have a black eye. Oh, is that what happens? It just gets bigger? Because it's a bruise, essentially. I really enjoyed, if we're going to talk about Anatoly and the flashbacks Mm -hmm. for a second, I really enjoyed that there didn't seem to be a particular necessity to set this big shootout (laughs) fight sequence at a hockey rink. (laughs) During practice? But, like, that was great. It was the greatest thing (laughs) in the world to me. Because I love hockey, like, after comic books, that's, like, my favorite thing in the entire world. (laughs) So for them to do a hockey rink when it's freaking shot in Canada, finally, and everyone on this show, including the American guys, love hockey, I was like, yay! (laughs) (laughs) I would have loved it if they just kept playing. (laughs) Guns going down. Well, knowing hockey players, they probably should have, (laughs) because, like, the Russians usually are much more stronger than the Canadians, but Rich Peverly of the Dallas Stars died on the bench, and when he woke back up, he was like, hey, how many minutes left in the period? He would have just kept playing. (laughs) (laughs) Dark. story. (laughs) 
Uh, I just think it's funny that somewhere in this hashtag when I said, is it just me or... And then Jonathan Deming, if I remember how to say your last name correctly, and if I didn't, I'm sorry. He said, yeah, it looks a lot worse. And then I think Dancer Fruit, I don't remember. Dancer Fruit. (laughs) Two Fruit Dance. I'm sorry. Dancer Fruit 2. There you go. go. (laughs) They're like, no, it's just you. Okay. All right. Cool. (laughs) So we have we have a, a wide consensus. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's like I said, irrelevant to the storyline. Just something I noticed and went, oh, okay. Well, we'll do a Twitter poll. We'll see. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Anywho, that's all. Uh, what have I missed? Flashback. Most show Oliver killing Chase father back then. What? Okay. Okay. Great. Uh, cool. Right. <laughs> yep. Uh, I don't um, know. We keep jumping into your guys' conversation, but either way, thank you for conversing. We appreciate um, it. Mm-hmm. I like that Oliver doesn't have to uh, make good on his his promise, or not even promise, his threat to hunt down the Green Arrow. I'm glad you brought that up. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. No, no, no. That was it. That was my whole statement. <laughs> but no, I thought, what are you doing? Because they did this whole P. Are they? They're telling jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Inside we have, jokes. We have a whole so separate uh, written after show happening <laughs> yes. over here. It's nonsense. Yeah. It's literally it's nonsense. It's ludicrous. <laughs> Let's just talk about, uh, what am I talking about? You were talking about how Oliver was like, oh, the Green Arrow better oh, turn himself in. And he's like, bro. The PR situation. Yeah. yeah. When, he's, he, when Adrian is standing right there and he says, mm, that, you know, we have to find the Green Arrow, basically, and that he agrees after Ch- Chase makes his whole statement. Not Chase. Adrian. Yeah, same yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. Makes his whole statement about how the Green Arrow killed his wife. Oh, and P.S. How he's all, I'm in mourning, if you guys didn't know. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> Anyhow. But the fact that Oliver gets up in front of all these people, I'm wondering, what exactly is your play? Because he says... If we don't catch him, if he doesn't come forward in 24 hours, I will tell the forces, shoot to kill, or whatever he says. Shoot on sight. That's what it is. What exactly are you doing? Are you going to go play Prometheus game and dress him up as the Green Arrow and shoot him? Or what's going on? It, mm, I get it's tough. Like it's tough because I can't say that I know for a fact. So what else would, did that do? What? Yeah. Cool what? guy. What? Something guy. Sorry, I knew a guy that I used to call a cool guy. I don't know if I just caught the guy part, but he said good the guy. same thing I just said. Oh, what good guy. About what? Good what if they dress him up like Arrow? Oh, sorry. That was just excited. That'd be funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't say that I know for sure what I would do if I was the mayor of a small metropolis by day and a masked archery vigilante by night. I don't know necessarily how I'd navigate the situation personally, but this to me seems like a bad plan. This seems like it can only go one way, which is real poor. Right. I feel like at that point, you just be like, you go, you double down on being a bad mayor. You're like, (laughs) yep, uh, we can't do anything. Vigilante got away <laughs> yeah. uh, and this is where we have Adam West come in and challenge him um, in the mayoral race. I think that that needs to happen. I just thought of that. Or you just say that you 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 found recently found out the Green Arrow and the like throwing star person are the same guy. What? Why have we not gotten a better name for him? That is so long. Yeah, the throwing star killer is like, dude. You know what? We need some shorter names. <laughs> and it doesn't sound dangerous at all. He throws stars. Yeah, he does throw them very well. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm wondering why the Prometheus name hasn't, but it's like, that's not public, right? The media has the Throwing Star Killer name and nobody but this little circle of people call him Prometheus. So yeah. I feel like once the brand is in place, they're going to be like, what? what is Prometheus? It's like when Snoop Dogg was Snoop Lion for a second. Nobody was liked he it. really? <laughs> for like one second. Yeah. I liked it because it seemed like we were related. 
Um, wow. The, nice. no, there's, there, was, there was that, so Lucretia liked it, but nobody else did it, so we changed it back yeah. because there's a brand. It's like you can't. Yeah, you can't just right. change your name. Or you can't just make a symbol and let your prince. Snoop yeah. He, you, you do. You basically have to be prince. Yeah. Um, our Cleansa 1D in the chat says, Panel, give us your obscure vigilante guesses like we've been doing. Oh, someone just said Prometheus is now Bob. Uh, I get that's it. funny. That's a Kablam reference. Nice. Nice. I respect it. Good pull. Yes. <laughs> um, um, so wait, now I lost Prometheus, it. Prometheus uh, or vigilante guesses is what oh, you say. Ready? I'm gonna walk back what I said before. Pike is totally vigilante, and this was all part of his plan. He's like, I'm just gonna go into a little stab coma, and no oh, yeah. one's gonna be any the wiser. I'm gonna throw everyone off my scent. He's gonna uh, wake up in like a month or two and go right. back to being vigilante. <laughs> no? Um, no, yeah, no. yeah, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be season. Um, Can that work? Maybe no, maybe I don't think Someone we've seen them Roy. together. Yeah, I, in the chat. Someone in the chat, like, let's see, where was that? Because there, there was a pretty good, yeah, East Blue Drew vigilante is probably Roy or some uh, somebody we haven't seen during uh, during Flashpoint. So you could basically, if it was Roy, you could basically do under the Red Hood, but as a Green Arrow story. Right. Yeah, and they kind of love doing Batman stories. I mean, today's sure episode do. was they, Dark Knight Rises. And it was great. I'm not even mad. And I, love I just how, want them to keep yeah. doing Batman stories. And they just keep nodding to Batman. And and it's it's like they're aware. Yeah. Brian Angelo says, Vigilante is Paul! That would make Paul yeah. the biggest hypocrite on this show. Yeah. Truly. But that would be a great be twist. That's a high bar, yeah. too. <laughs> um, I, I, now that we have Talia in active play... I would love it if she ended up being, um, well, I guess there's the, the point where uh, Prometheus throws him off a roof. So but I don't think that they would. Talia doesn't strike me as the type of person to try to be super secretive. She is who she is. But if it was yeah. part of the bit that they were doing, like Talia, because <laughs> essentially uh, Vigilante's role in this season was to be like, I'm a more violent Oliver. So I, it kind of goes back to a prediction I made a couple weeks ago that Prometheus and Vigilante were the same person because it was uh, Prometheus doing a bit being like, ha ha ha, Oliver, you're the worst. Um, so now I think that bit is still happening, but it's Talia. Yeah, well, speaking of bits, Ivan Soto says, ha ha, Sidney Palmer is Vigilante, and yes, I want that. <laughs> All right, like, I, I want Sidney that. Palmer to return. Somebody else said that Lex is Vigilante, and we get that at least once every after show. Prometheus, I don't know why. Vigilante, Lex is Savitar, everyone. Savitar. Like every, every Lex is villain. just a badass, that's all. I'm just just that's admit it, it. you are human target. I go by many names. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so let's see. Is there anything that I left out? Because I don't know if I've covered everything. If not, you can let me know. Billy Jean Girl, who's now officially Billy Jean Girl 18 and lost her boobies, is texting me <laughs> up and down. Or, or Instagram. Blowing up your phone. Blowing up my Twitter. My Twitter phone. Uh, she says Felicity is really stupid if she thinks those hackers aren't going to turn on her. They will. Yes, they yes. will. She loves sending us all these fun gifts. GIFs? GIFs. Yes. What did we decide it GIF. was? It's GIF. a GIF. GIF. Anywho, Dave I can't see your now. GIFs right now, but I'll look when I get home. And you can send us GIFs, too. All you have to do is tweet at us. At Boys in Beauty 01. That was a nice plug, wasn't it? Good segue. Okay, let's talk about the show now, shall we? 
What have I missed? Because I do have news and gossip that I want to share, but at the same time, I want to make sure I didn't leave anything out. Mm-hmm. Hey, panel, did you guys think Renee was going to punch Chase in the face when he confronted them in public? I totally thought he was going to deck him one. Hashtag chained dog. Uh, he can't. He can't though, because yeah. that's going to look real bad. Yeah. He'd be escorted from the building and legitimately arrested because yeah. they can't. Right then, they're not going to be able to prove effectively to the authorities that Adrian Chase is this throwing star killer. But he'll be able to prove that this dude just punched out the district attorney. Yeah, I like Renee, so I was glad that he kept his cool, even though I knew he to- like he was like twitching. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he, he he wanted wanted to punch that guy. Really quick, East Blue Drew says, Arrow is the best sh- whoa, best show this season for me. Okay, sorry, I was almost taking that as a compliment to us. I was like, we're the best show. Oh, he just means We are the best, best show. show. Anyhow, and then I think Casket, I think that's your name, has said a few things. So I just want to say hi. I acknowledge. I saw your your, your thing scrolling yeah, it up. It is. Casket um, 1, and that is a castle room. Boobies, Ali Kona, and something. There's a window blocking what you're saying. <laughs> but I, I don't know. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know. Sorry. Okay. Anyway, did I did I miss anything? Susan's reaction with the chase confrontation. Dancer Fruit Two says, "What? I don't know." What? What was the question? Uh, something about <laughs> her reaction. To, I don't know. Man, Sorry. Let's do some music Let's do some shoutouts. <laughs> Silva Ram says hi. Carter Walker, Dancer Fruit 2, Woodblock 707. Wait, what? Ta- Taffer's daughter? Who is that? Did I miss a reference? Someone's talking smack about me in the chat room. Alex Zaffy, Echo Slade. We are the best panel to watch. Thank you. Even though it's 2 a.m. Hot Tori. Tori. <laughs> Jonathan. Elijah, press Priscilla. Okay, cast him. Shout. Okay, and uh, you guys are talking so fast, and and anybody who's not part of the live chat that's uh, watching on Facebook later on, yeah. or excuse me, on um, the YouTube's. Yes, they're probably wondering what we're talking about. Anywho, <laughs> Mystic Lightning says, "Hey, hey, 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 hey Mystic Lightning, hip hop Oh. Okay, fine. Let's get to some music. Sorry, everyone wants me to be quiet. Hi, Kamal. Okay, Peter Watson. Sorry, just uh, JJ. Hey. Okay, there goes. Uh, sorry, our screen just disappeared because I need to talk about some news and gossip. So I'm going to do that right now. I have a fun video for you, and I have pictures. So whatever comes up first is what we're going to talk about. And it looks like the pictures are coming up first. So let me pull up my information. So today we are talking a lot about Mr. Paul Blackthorne because he's just so amazingly awesomeness. He has been teaming up with Save the Rhino Foundation, and this is to support the campaign in Vietnam to save uh, rhinos because it is uh, going extinct, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. A lot of times they're killed for their horns and such. So over a thousand T-shirts were sold. You can see all the Arrow people wearing their Save the, R- the Rhino campaign I love shirt. How John Barman is touching his nipples. <laughs> of course he is. Of course he is. Keeping it on brand. Oopsie. Yeah. Um, let's see. Who else? So this year, which this could have been from last year, so I apologize. Hashtag, it's still going on, though. Hashtag Save the Rhino Vietnam team are visiting classrooms and colleges to educate many more young people. Just 100 
well, we don't have pounds, but <laughs> what are you guys doing? Giggling about Curtis's balls working good. Though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, well, we're talking about saving rhinos. Yes, the rhinos. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's really bad. Oh, um, this is serious stuff. We're rhinos saving rhinos. rhinos. Okay, so, so wait, wait, wait. Anyhow, so save the rhino. International celebrity, rhino ambassador, actor Paul Blackthorn touched down in Hanoi for a two-week trip, garnering huge media attention. Paul and team put the rhino horn trade firmly in the public agenda. Anyhow, so he's been doing that, and he's gotten a lot of celebrity friends involved, and of course he's raising awareness, which I thought was really cool. That's cool, yeah. And some of these pictures, if you can see, they're just different versions of the shirt, because they're still selling that I know of, so you can hop onto his Facebook. There'll be links. I don't know where the pictures are. Maybe you guys can see them. Maybe you can't. I'm not really sure. On my screen, I can see them. Okay, cool. Now, there's some funny pictures, and I don't know if you saw those, but these... So, Paul Blackthorne is also a photographer, for those of you who do know. He's got a fantastic website. you got to look for it. Amazing pictures. But these are just fun cast pictures from behind the scenes. He's getting a fantastic massage from David Ramsey. I'm just a little jealous. That's I know, I would like Let's one of those too, get buddy. to the next one. And he's wearing Stephen Amell's wig. How awesome is that right now? <laughs> Flashback hair. Yeah. That's, uh, it, I love that wig, by the way. Yeah. yeah. It's real great. It, it actually yeah. fits him very well, too. What is his face he's making? I don't know. That's the arrow yeah. face. It's uh, just the that, that is a flashback face. Okay. Well, next picture. I've been through hell. And this is a picture of Paul Blackthorne just getting his makeup touched up. But I just think it's funny because look how tall he is compared to... The makeup lady. Yeah! Anyway, his those, glutes are going to be so. That's on why they're buns of steel. Boo. Yeah. Oh, and this one's my favorite. He's clearly getting a pedicure, but his face, and that is really, truly, if you've never gotten a pedicure and they're a good massage artist, that is what you feel like on the inside. His huh. face explains it all. <sighs> okay. Anyways. Oh, and I just thought that was funny. It's Stephen Amell holding a dolphin with. Uh, whoa, forgetting names. Help me out. Uh, uh, John Barrowman. Is that Barrowman? Thank you. Mm-hmm. Anyways, he looks, he's a sailor. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's another one where look at how tall Echo Kellum is. Yeah, Echo's a tall guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, she's, she's like short. Charlotte is very, very short. She's actually been in our studio before. She's the cutest thing in person. So is Echo. Yeah. Yeah. He's the cutest yeah. thing in person. I'll let yeah. him know. Okay, next yeah. picture. Yes, and, tall. and that could and be it. Been in the I could be totally done. Okay, so this next one is a video, and you can find it on Stephen Amell's Instagram, which we may be watching it from Cineblender. We might be watching it from his Instagram. I am not quite sure. What? Okay, so then I sent a link, but let's go to Stephen Amell's Instagram then. Let's have a little fun. It is a workout that he did last week, and it is with Emily Bett Ricard. Ricard! 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 Yes. Don't mind about it. Anyhow, some of the things that he does in the gym are so bananas, but this one was so fun that I thought I really have to try this. And while they're looking it up, we'll do some predictions, but I definitely want you guys to see this video because it's quite awesomeness. And now, your After Buzz TV prediction. I'm going to let you guys go first because I'm going to see if I can re-email it just in case. Someone will have to clean up the Arrow Cave. <laughs> It's going to be them T-spheres. 
<laughs> They're just gonna have the T-Spheres float around <laughs> cleaning everything up. We're like beaming it to another dimension. Yeah, like that'd the, be sweet. The yeah. T-Spheres have vibe technology now, and they just vibe <laughs> open portals, and all their stuff's gone. Yeah, and they just cart in new stuff. I would love it if like we get an episode of Supergirl. Yeah, and just stuff starts falling. Through. What is happening? Oh, and like yeah. the whole episode's about where all this falling furniture and like broken TVs are coming from. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I like that prediction. Yeah. It's a very good one. Any other uh, predictions? I think that I, I'm i double downing on my Vigilante is Talia prediction. That would be um, awesome. Yeah. Uh, yep. Uh, I think it's going to be a bottle episode next week. Some people keep saying it's Roy. I don't think it's Roy, but that would be an amazing twist and a very what just happened and a good way to bring him back. But mm. we did see our little sneak peeky is him getting tortured by Talia and by Adrian Chase. I love some predictions on how we think he's going to get taken down because he will get taken down it is Arrow something is bound to conclude at some point it makes me sad though because I think he's so cool but I liked Malcolm you just too. think he's hot stuff guys. however I mean think about this though we killed Damien Dark at the end of season 4 and he's still a regular presence on these programs so yeah. even if we kill Adrian Chase there's no reason why like Legends of Tomorrow can't be like whoops time aberration here's Prometheus again <laughs> yeah and he's just part of the Legion of Doom where all the cool people hang out. But yeah. you know what yeah. we haven't had, and one of our viewers were kind enough to point this out, we've had spurts with female villains, but we haven't yeah. actually had a long-running, huge arc female villain. Yeah, I think that they really dropped the ball with um, Huntress, and that's something that I'd like to see, even if it's not the same actress, sort of do that character again, because she is such a cool character and it mm-hmm. can sort of, you know, she's part of the Birds of Prey, so she could be sort of like a frenemy, and I'd like to see that with now that we have another Black Canary. So, yeah, because I actually was kind of hoping maybe Helena was Vigilante, because I want Vigilante to be a girl now. Yeah. Hmm. And it'll be interesting to see how involved Talia is from now until the end of the season, she could easily step into a role where she and Adrian Chase Prometheus are equal as far as their role as antagonist. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. I would love. Okay. <laughs> no. What would you love, Riley Coleman? Tell me. Bring back Nissa. I want to see Nissa and Talia together. I want to see their dynamic, and if they're for or against each other, it'd be slightly cool if they were against each other, just because. Why'd you break up Dad's Murderers Club? <laughs> Boo! Yeah, there you go. Um, so uh, on the on the topic of keeping him alive or him dying, I would love it if they found a way to imprison him, and he he kept recurring like a Hannibal Lectory type character where, like, Oliver goes and visits him, and like, because, in a way, the the person who understands Oliver the most is uh, Prometheus, and so uh, he now has someone once Prometheus is imprisoned that he can kind of connect with on some level. Who are they keeping on the island right now? Slade! Is Slade still there? Yeah, Yeah. he's somewhere. I guess we're not allowed to talk about him anymore on the show. But, alright, so we probably shouldn't keep the two of them on the same island. We'll find another island. He's just a dude. And two, that's sort of how Barry is with the reverse Flash, you know, until he joined the Legion of Doom. Yeah, now the reverse Flash is like hanging out with Ray Palmer going to the moon and stuff. I know, that was pretty cool. Well, guys, it looks like our video's pulled up, so I just want to take a moment to show Let's you. Let's go one for one. Just do five each. Get a feel for it. And I like that they're working out together. Strengthen the bond between actors, right? Yeah. 
So you have never done what Stephen Amell is about to do. His feet are hanging, right? That is actually really hard. Minus Everybody's the fact strong. that he's got a female on top of him, just oh. in general. And he's pushing up. Yeah, that's, that's. And then she pushes up. Like, that'd, seriously, that is really hard. That'd be challenging. Yeah. I saw Milo Ventimiglia do push-ups with Justin Hartley on him. He kind of wins in this round. Oh. <laughs> and even for Emily to keep herself stable with the yoga ball underneath her, it's not it's easy. Yeah. I keep imagining her, like, falling face first into his butt. <laughs> no. I'm really hoping we get this scene in the finale. Yeah. Yeah. That would be awesome be if they worked it in. This is how they that defeat Prometheus, really is by doing push-ups on each other really fast. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, they have to escape. It's like the mining cart scene in Temple of Doom, but instead of the lever, they have to use their bodies by doing push-ups. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> oh, my God, please, CW, make it. It would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, guys, we gotta reshoot that We're last episode. That finale script, we all left throwing it out. I'm just gonna push it out. <laughs> no, oh, oh, gee, okay, okay. Someone's like, get cut it out. We're just getting cute to. Go home. All right, let's do it. So what we're going to do is we're going to look at that camera because i like you to see all of us as we say goodbye. Thank you so much for joining us. For all of you who are able to stay up late with us, thank you. We love seeing you guys in the chat room. And if you can't, that's all good. We love when you leave comments with us on YouTube. I was going to call it Facebook. And be sure to follow all of us on Twitter, Instagram, and all those social media shindigs. I'm Allie Kona Bradford at Boys and Beauty one on Twitter. Or find me on Instagram at Boys underscore and underscore Beauty underscore Allie Kona. My turn? Great. Yes. I am Lex Michael. All over social media at the Lex Michael. Tari. I'm Tari Miller. You can find me at Tari James. T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. You can also find me on ABC, DBC, Slate, Supergirl, Arrow. Oh, yeah. Special guest, Lucretia. Sorry. We didn't even acknowledge that Katie isn't here. I know. Sorry, Katie. And guys. You can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N. Anywhere on the internet since there is only one. So, yes. Thank you again so much. We hope to see you next week. Skin-a-marinky-dinky-dink. Skin-a-marinky-doo. We love you. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. If you're in or those of the host only, do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.